Hello, I'm Alex Williams and this is the What's on Watford podcast coming to you as ever from our spiritual home of the Pump House Theatre in Watford. Stay tuned to the end when I'll have a rapid roundup of what's going on and a quick chat with Andrea Richardson representing the Belmont Theatre Company. Uh, But first, an in-depth interview with one of the co-organisers of Watford Writers, Helen Nicell. So I'm delighted to say as our special guest today, we have Helen Nysel. Hi, Helen. Hi, Alex. Thanks so much for taking the time to speak to What's on Watford. That's great. Lovely to talk to you. Um, If I can just begin by letting the listeners know a little bit about you. Um, You joined Watford Writers in 2005 and very quickly took on some of the responsibility for managing the group. Watford Writers is now, I would say, the premier writing group in Watford. You meet regularly, you put on competitions and you have wonderful collaborations with lots of our Watford institutions. So you really are part of the fabric of Watford's cultural life and it's a privilege to have you with us today to hear some of how you got involved with Watford Writers yourself and what you're doing um, in the upcoming months. Can I start by asking how you got involved with Watford Writers yourself? Okay well I've always enjoyed writing I think like a lot of people you write at school and then perhaps your creative writing you lose along the way um, and just about coming up for 20 years ago sadly I lost my husband. I, I'd had a very good career and brought up two children and and just as our children were sort of coming off our hands, my husband passed away very quickly and very sadly with cancer. And after about six months, I turned to Watford Writers as something for me to, to write. And it was going to be cathartic and help me. And it just went from there. And it's a, a lovely social life, a very supportive group. You know, obviously it's changed over the years, but a great, great way to meet people. And, and I really enjoy the writing. That's amazing. I'm so sorry to hear about your husband. It sounds like part of your motivation in coming back to creative writing was therapeutic. Um, How successful was it in that regard? It was very good. I don't particularly write about loss or death or anything like that. I think sometimes writing can be that, well, and with any art really, is looking for things that you you enjoy. So it might be, I quite enjoy writing comedy. I, I like oh. writing funny things as yeah. well. So it's an escape as you're getting away from the things that are going on every day. And, and it has been therapeutic, definitely. I have written some pieces about loss and <laughs> there's a little joke in Watford Writers that if you write something about a dog dying, it always wins a competition because yeah. everybody has the sympathy for it. <laughs> Do you know, there's a whole website dedicated to warning people about dogs dying in films. It's one of, <laughs> it's one of those things. Please don't lose the dog. Yeah, they can, it doesn't matter if the human beings go, just do yeah. not harm the dog. <laughs> And horses. <laughs> and the, yes, indeed. Do you have um, competitions then about writing about animal stories and that sort of things? What sort uh, of competitions we, do you have? No, our competitions are monthly. We, we alternate between poetry or short stories, flash fiction, and it's usually on a word. So last one that's just gone is Connections. That was a poetry competition. The short story this month is Coincidences. Um, so it's usually just one word that fires people up. We sometimes have a starting line. It could be anything, really, just the group suggests something so no not particularly about animals and I mean it's great that it's just one word can people interpret it any way they wish 
exactly exactly that and and they do if, if anybody goes onto our website you can see some of the competition entries and uh, i think there were 16 entries for connections and every single one was different things about the river there was things about um family coincidences things that have connected families over the years mm. and lots of different things that come up from one word so what is what would writers mission then um, we're a group to encourage and inspire writers, is, is what our mission statement. Um, and I think that's what we do. I, I spend a lot more time sort of organising the group and, and sending out emails to people, you know, capturing what's going on. And to me, that's just as important as my writing. It's inspiring others to write. During lockdown, we actually had what we call our lockdown baby was the Kids Lit group for mm. people that want to write for children. And that now meets once a fortnight on a Thursday. And we've got somebody who's just been accepted by um, Curtis Brown. Oh, wow. On one of their programmes to do some writing with so, them. So, so Curtis so, Brown is the literary agency? Yes, yes. Publishers, yeah. Yeah, that's really exciting. And I, I mean, you mentioned the work you did in lockdown. It was so important for people, particularly people on their own, to have those outlets for connection and, and staying part of communities and feeling a sense of belonging. Completely, really, really important. We we missed one meeting after lockdown and then I discovered Zoom, got into it, found out about it, contacted everybody. And by the second Monday, we met up on Zoom and carried on right the way through, even doing yeah. bank holidays because people were doing bank holidays we meet on a monday and from that we produced an anthology vision 2020 vision things that people had written during the lockdown year 2020 we ran competitions with watford museum we also did one with watford and um, bushy museum and art gallery people inspired by art people inspired by different things that were going on around them some wonderful poetry came out of it some wonderful memoirs as well people going Mm. back and reflecting on their childhood and things like that and it was such an important thing for people to be connected with other people in that time. Wow, that's, it sounds amazing. I mean, is that connected to One Town, One Book? Because in August 2020, around that time, you were invited to be a guest on Radio 4's Front Row programme. Yes, I was asked by Watford Council to help them out with the One Town, One Book. And we made sure that everybody within the writers group read the book. I also belong to a book club. We read the book as well. And then there were various things set up on Zoom, talking to the author, Catherine McMahon, talking about the book, which was set in Watford. From that, then this interview came up with Catherine McMahon and myself about how we inspired people of Watford to read the book and start talking about it. I actually interviewed Catherine McMahon myself once at the Bashani studio in Eastcoach. She's such a wonderful insightful talker about writing not only her own writing but the process of being a kind of creative person yes really really inspiring and um, quite prolific quite a prolific writer and I think she's running writing workshops now as well yes I think that's right and you of course Helen are inspiring yourself 2017 you were up for an Audentia award which was presented to you by Dorothy Thornhill now Baroness Thornhill in the House of Lords and that was for your role with with Watford Writers specifically? And Watford Area Arts Forum. So tell me a bit about Watford Area Arts Forum. Okay, so Watford Area Arts Forum is for people within Watford that are in the creative zone, so people like yourself, and uh, writers, musicians, art groups, and it's really bringing people together as an umbrella organisation. So if somebody says to us, I need a poet to go with this piece of artwork, then we're the people to come to because we can put people in contact with other people. Uh, we also run a competition um, annually, which Watford Council actually provided the uh, prize money for last year, and we've done that for about the last seven years, I think, 
I think I remember a long time ago you came to one of our garden parties. Yes, and that's right. Children's book. And that's something we haven't actually taken up since lockdown. We haven't gone back to the social events, but we do hope to. And we have a website and we have a Facebook page where I'm always happy for people to share anything that's going on locally that is connected with the arts. And obviously Dorothy Thornhill knew about, at the time, Grella White was still around and used to do the magazine, but we've, we've lost that now and just do the Facebook page. It's such a shame that's gone. And it's, I'm so delighted to hear Watford Area Arts Forum is still going strong because we do need these fulcrums, these hubs, which are pulling yeah. together the disparate strands, as it were, of Watford creativity. I'm delighted that our paths cross so frequently. You've read work at the Platinum Jubilee celebrations in Castlebury Park in 2022, yeah. which I hosted. You've read at Random Cafe at Bushy Festival, at my own Black History dial-up events. And indeed, your work was recently read for you <laughs> at my LGBT dial-up. So our, our paths cross a lot, which is always wonderful. Looking back, Helen, can you think of a highlight in your writing career? I, I really was proud of um, winning competition at the Paris Theatre and it was based on when they did the production of I Capture the Castle mm. and I wrote a piece about my grandmother and, and her taking me to the fair and that is one of my favourite pieces of writing because I won a competition with it obviously but also it's such a lovely memory of my childhood and my grandmother and going to a fair such a childhood memory you know which is yeah. what I Capture the Castle is about so I think that is one of my highlights. I also won a competition at Swan writers which then had a story published in the writing magazine and I am very proud of that that was a highlight that was a story about a hat and how this hat goes to various occasions with this woman some happy <laughs> some sad and yeah. uh, ends on a bit of a twist so I yes, like I'm, that concept mm, the hat at yeah. the center of the story <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that's looking back looking forward Helen what's coming up on your calendar we're celebrating 19 years of, of being Watford writers that's at the end of February and we've booked um, Cheslin House, which is, is being used a little bit more at the moment with the museum closed. We're um, going to have a party there on the 26th of um, February. Um, anybody's welcome. If they'd like to come along, we can pass over the details. We've also got a March workshop with Mike Lansdowne. Um, we meet every Monday from 7.30 to 9.30. And on the first Monday of the month, we meet at the Quakers Meeting House in Church Lane. And Mike is going to run a workshop on the power of words is used in song lyrics so everybody's going to be asked to pick a song that really resonates the words especially um, and not necessarily what that song means to them but why the words are so powerful so that's something that's coming up I'm looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to the birthday party Big sound, incredible events. And uh, this is my last question, really. Lots of our listeners are keen to be active participants, as well as audience members to our town's cultural life. And um, what mm. advice can you give about how people can get more directly involved? For example, even that party, you said people can get in touch. How should they do that? Probably the best thing is to go to our website, watfordwriters.org. Uh, my details are on there, all my contact details, telephone number and email address. So contact us. There's also Ian Welland is on there, who's the co-organiser with me. So contact either of us and we'll be happy to put you in touch and tell you where the meetings are. If you'd like to come in person or if you'd rather join on Zoom, we can give you the Zoom details as well. Helen, it has been such a pleasure. Thank you very much. OK, thank you. To help with my rapid roundup today, I'm delighted to introduce Andrea Richardson. Hello, Andrea. 
Hello, Alex. Thank you for inviting me. It's such a pleasure. Now, you're a member of the Belmont Theatre Company. Can you tell us a bit about who they are? Absolutely. So Belmont Theatre is an award-winning resident theatre company based at the Pump House Theatre in Watford. We're an amateur group run entirely by volunteers, but our productions are really high quality and we perform a wide variety of productions. We do classic dramas, we do comedies, we do thrillers, um, generally plays. We have done musicals in the past, but not recently. But our productions regularly sell out. We're very popular locally. We have a great audience who, who really support us. And I have to say, it's great fun working with you. I, I did Jekyll and Hyde with you recently. It was terrific. Yes. You're yes. such a professional outfit. Um, what productions do you have coming up? At the moment, they're rehearsing for Blythe Spirit, which is that brilliant Noel Coward production um, from the 1940s. I love the character of Madame McCarty. It's such an iconic figure. All you can think of is Margaret Rutherford in that yes. role. Or indeed Danielle <laughs> Robinson, I think, who's going to play it for you. Yes, really looking forward to seeing her in, in that role because it's such a, an iconic role. But Blythe Spirit runs at the Pump House from the 28th of February to the 2nd of March and tickets are on sale now. And what should people do if they'd like to actually get involved with Belmont? We are based at Pump House for our productions, but if they want to join Belmont for future productions, we're about to start read-throughs for our following production in June this year, which is going to be a play called Silver Lining. And if they want to join in, you can go to the website, which is belmonttheatre.co.uk, and on there... There is joining information and it talks about uh, how you can take part, how you can join rehearsals. We meet every Tuesday and Thursday at Carpenters Park Community Hall in the evenings, plus some Sundays as you get close to show week. Um, there's a membership fee to pay, but we are a fun group. We do uh, not just rehearsals, we uh, do social events and quiz nights and walks and other things as well. So we're not just there for the drama, um, we're there to have fun as well. Um, but we are always looking for... Uh, for actors to join us as well as other uh, production people we always need help out front making costumes doing makeup building the sets designing the props so yeah we're looking for anyone and everyone from any age group who has any sort of skill that they think they could bring to Belmont Theatre Brilliant. So listeners should pitch in. I think it's only 25 quid a year from memory. And I also remember the fantastic Belmont Theatre quiz night that you, Andrea, put together. It was a proper belter, a great night of fun. We're looking forward to doing another one later this year. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for speaking to me. See to you soon. And that's almost it from this episode of What's on Watford. Just a few extra dates to share with you before we close. Comedy Hotspot returns to the Pump House Theatre with more amazing lineups. So put these following dates, April 5th, June 8th, October 5th and November 30th into your diary for some brilliant live comedy nights in our local theatre. Uh, it's brilliant to have live comedy on our local stages, so I'm really looking forward to getting along to support that. I mentioned Three Proud Men last episode. That's on February the 17th at the Pump House, starring Ian Port, Brian Timberlake and Lee Keogh. And there's still time for new venues to sign up for Watford Fringe 2024. If you're
you're a Watford venue looking for new ways to get punters through your doors, then this is a marvellous opportunity. As I understand it, Watford Fringe this year is going to be brought forward from its normal October time into the summer so that it coincides with the Watford Summer Festival. Um, I'll look forward to getting somebody onto the podcast who's involved with that change to talk to us about how that's happening and why. But I think it's a really positive change. It'll be great to have loads of culture going on through our summer months. The Rickmansworth Players are presenting Legally Blonde Junior from February the 22nd to the 24th. And as ever, the Pump House hosts weekly events. Every Tuesday is Watford Open Mic, every Thursday Pump House Jazz Club, and every Friday Watford Folk Club. Um, Helen Nissel very kindly spoke us through all of the Watford Writers events, but if you're interested in any of the Watford Area Arts Forum events, then do follow the links she shared, because there are quite a lot of detailed activities going on for different groups and different artistic interests and I'm looking forward to getting lots of new guests on in the future thank you to everyone who's supported this podcast and been in touch saying they'd like to be more involved Joe Emery is looking forward to come on and talk about her directing she's got Romeo and Juliet coming on through the Pump House Theatre Club at some point soon Chris Newstead is the director of Watford Jazz Junction which is coming up in May so I'm really keen to get him on and talk about the work he's doing Julian Mount, local folk singer, has got a breadth of knowledge about our open mic community, which is looking forward to sharing. And Ilario Ferrari, a local jazz musician who's just been doing wonderful stuff at Pizza Express live in Soho, King's Place, Lauderdale House. Um, he wants to come in and talk to us about his practice as well. There's so much going on in our bustling town. I cannot wait to share it with you. My thanks as ever to Lee Farman for his technical support. And I look forward to speaking to you all again soon.